0: You're listening to The Hockey Show, presented by Coors Light. When you're at home, don't miss Chicago's only show dedicated to hockey fans.
1: Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Welcome to Overtime of The Hockey Show on ESPN 1000 and ESPN Chicago and if you have a postseason hockey itch that needs to be scratched, you need to head to the Fox Valley uh, Arena this weekend in Geneva because the Chicago Steel hockey team is in the finals of the USHL best of five against Fargo. And we welcome in the head coach of the Steel, Brock Sheehan. Brock, how are you doing? Congratulations!
0: Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're really excited to get the series started. Um, been grateful to to be able to get to this point, to be able to have a season at all. So. Um, yeah, really excited for for Friday.
1: It, it's obviously been a hell of a year and a half for you. you. You take over the team as a head coach in December of last season, and you go 26 and three, I believe, and then it's cut short because of the pandemic. And you, I mean, a terrific season in the, the games you were allowed to play last year, and you only go out there and, and best it this year. You have a 12 game winning streak heading into the finals. I guess my first question is, as a University of Notre Dame defenseman back in your college days, how does a defenseman head coach a team into uh, uh, the, one of the highest scoring teams in, in league history? Uh, 4.92 goals, last year 4.94. I mean, something's wrong there. Are you guys supposed to be stopping goals <laughs> instead of scoring them?
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, my brother gives me a hard time about that all, all the time. He's like, I don't understand. Um well, I think that I learned a lot from Greg Moore, the uh, previous coach here that moved on to uh, to the Toronto Marlies. I felt like our, when we worked together for that year and a half, I brought um, a lot of you know defensive aspects uh, to coaching, and he was really offensive minded, and it melded really well when we went to the Clark Cup final that first year, and then. Uh, our general manager Ryan Hardy, as and our scouting staff has provided our staff, our uh, our coaching staff with tremendous talent, and I feel like uh, as a coach, and pretty well well rounded now as far as the offensive side of things and defensive side, and you saw that with uh, the results that we had last season um, before the season ended there shortly, and then uh, or, or, or uh, got shortened, and then I think this season we just kind of picked up where we left off with. Some returning players and uh, a lot of fresh faces. So, um, you know, I, hopefully we can continue to score goals and uh, keep the goals against at a minimum over the over the, the next uh, hopefully three to five games.
1: A lot of a lot of ink going to Sean Farrell, who's been uh, <laughs> drafted by the Montreal Canadiens and uh, broke 100 points, also set a 24 game point streak record. Ah, uh, three of your players are under contract or been drafted by the NHL. probably have another three or four that will likely be drafted this year. So obviously, as you said, Ryan Hardy uh, has an eye for talent and he's has an ex, you know extensive scouting uh, resume. so you guys make a a good team he get he gets the players in and you coach them up
0: yeah he's he's done a great job um, identifying players that fit our style of play. Um, you know we need players that can pick the game and um, players of high pace and are high skilled players, but really they're they're good kids that love hockey and want to get better. That's that's the most important piece, and I feel like we have a locker room full of those guys. We have the last three years, and and that's why that's why we've had success. You know, and we're fortunate. Well, every team, you know, Fargo that we're playing this weekend, they have players that would have been playing college hockey this year. They have a couple kids that played at Harvard. Sean would have been at Harvard this year, but I think we're very fortunate. To, well, I know we're very fortunate to have him back as a part of our group. And I do think this season is really going to help springboard uh, his future, um, you know, in the Harvard and then beyond um, to the professional ranks.
1: Well, I know it's not the luck of the Irish uh, Notre Dame grad that you are, but um, when you have a winning percentage of 798 as a head coach, first time head coach, by the way, um, I mean, that's something that you just don't see. And so I, I know you've, you've been associate head coaches along the way, you've been at Holy Cross out in Massachusetts. You've had mm-hmm. coaching experience and it sounds like you've had good mentors to to kind of bring you along as well.
0: Yeah, I would say that I've got a good mix of style of play from the coaches that I've played for and, and worked under. And then you kind of just take notes and, uh, and and kind of make it your own. You know, So I do feel very fortunate um, uh, my time at Holy Cross was great. I was very fortunate to go from a playing career to one year volunteering at my alma mater with such a great staff led by Jeff Jackson to working for David Berard at Holy Cross for four years as a second-year coach, being able to to run, you know, the penalty kill and work with the D and run drills and practice and recruit players. You know, most guys their first their first crack at college coaching. They're just on the road recruiting. You know, and I I, I credit David Berard. Um, who had a lot of trust in, in me as a coach and allowed me to, to get my hands dirty besides just going out and looking for players. So I feel like that helped prepare me, um, you know, to be able to jump into to this role. And then, like I said, the the best part of working for this organization is from the ownership uh, with Larry Robbins through Ryan Hardy, our general manager, and our all of our staff is just quality people, you know, and, and it makes our my job and, and every staff member's job a lot easier.
1: He's Brock Sheehan, head coach of the Chicago Steel, the Steel in the Clark Cup Finals. Beginning Friday out at Fox Valley Arena in Geneva, you go to ChicagoSteelHockeyTeam.com for tickets in Friday and Saturday night games to start that best of five. And, and Brock, you, know, you, you mentioned uh, you know how difficult it's been in the last year and a half for, for everyone, but certainly in sports, we, we're, we're all well aware of it. I know visiting with Stan Bowman uh, a few weeks ago on the hockey show he talked about having to rely uh, much more on uh, film and tape to scout players because Mm of the the travel restrictions. But I understand that, you know, Stan and and a lot of his hockey operations people, scouts have been uh, frequent visitors to your games and practices, and I'm sure they're not the only NHL team that's found their way to your doorstep.
0: Yeah, we we weren't allowed to have fans in the building until recently, Um, but we were able to have NHL scouts in the building and we had games against the U18 team where there was over 35 NHL scouts or general managers in the building. Um, you know, I, I do think that there's one thing that people uh, might not understand about our level, but there's unbelievable talent throughout the league. You know, last year we had Owen last two years, we had Owen power on our roster. who's now at Michigan for Mississauga, Ontario, that could go number one overall. Um, I look at our current roster with guys like Matt Coronado, uh, Mackie Samuskiewicz, Josh Doan, Jack Barr. uh, that could go in the first two rounds, uh, first three rounds for sure, uh, with a couple of those guys possibly going in the first round. Um, And, you know, we currently have three NHL draft picks on our roster, but I think that, you know, last year, I think we had eight eight current or former players that wore the steel jersey got drafted, which was a record for us. And I think that, it could be just as high this year, if not That's high. terrific.
1: Yeah, you, you have any big defensemen for the Hawks?
0: Jack Barr. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's from uh, Ontario. He's uh, committed to Harvard. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. He is gritty. Yeah, we have. I think we have four Harvard commits on our roster. Uh, two are already drafted, and Sean Farrell and Ian Moore. Um, and then... Matt Coronado and Jack Barr will both be drafted. Matt could see his name go in the first round, and I expect Jack to see his name go anywhere from the second to fourth round. So, um, yeah, Harvard will have a good team next year, I'll tell you that much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And and probably a very smart team as well, Uh, not just hockey IQ. Uh, 12-game winning streak, regular season and playoffs as you head into the finals. I don't care what sport you're playing or what level. That's awful difficult to do. How do you keep guys focused in and not, you know, kind of assuming they're going to go out there and win it each night, even though they go out there and win each night?
0: Yeah, it's something we never talk about. Um, I think the previous, I think we had an eight win uh, streak at one point this year. Last year, we had two 13 wins. Uh, when the season ended, we were on a 13 game winning streak. But, like, I, we honestly don't talk about it. The, the focus for our players, I think it's really great with the type of kids we have. We have highly motivated kids. They, they all have aspirations and dreams to play beyond here, to play, you know, they're all almost, I think every single player that's eligible to be committed to a Division One school is. Um, and then, you know, they want to play in the NHL. So they come to the rink every day excited, hungry, and try to get better, and that's what we, what we try to do. And I think that, that helps us get the results that we get. Um, we focus on the individuals a lot. More than I think most people do, and then the team success kind of follows and follows off that focus.
1: What kind of style are you expecting to? The fans head out to Fox Valley Arena this weekend, Friday and Saturday night for the start of the finals. When they look at Fargo, what kind of team are they going to see?
0: Yeah, Fargo is a well-coached team. They have, I think, they have three or four NHL draft picks on their roster. Uh, you know, they have a A-rated prospect as well, uh Tristan Bros, who will hear his name. Pick that you know first or second round and i think they play a really hard game you know they're they don't they're like goals for uh aren't as high as ours their goals against is lower than ours like they they play a structured game a hard game a physical game so it's kind of contrasting styles um and i think that you know if kids this age you're going to see guys really go after it um really excited to be able to to play in the finals and uh, it means a lot to both teams. So I expect a spirited series.
1: Best of five starts Friday night, Fox Valley ice arena in Geneva. Again, go to Chicago steel, hockey for tickets, wishing you nothing but the best Brock, uh, keep it rolling. Uh, let's turn that 12 into 15 and call it a quick series.
0: <laughs> yeah, will. We'll take it one game at a time, but we would obviously <laughs> like that to happen.
1: All right. Really appreciate the, uh, you joining us here on the hockey show Overtime, and good luck. We'll be, uh, we'll be watching this weekend.
0: Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Hockey Show, presented by Coors Light. Breakaway for nonstop chill.
1: Did you miss something? Eh, pretty sure you did.
0: Podcasts are a click away on the new ESPN Chicago
1: app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN One Thousand.